Welcome into A to Z Sports powered by BetMGM. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, YouTube, everywhere. We are Nashville's On Demand Sports Talk Network, and we go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time. Got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for our show, for our business, and for you guys. Renters Warehouse Nashville, the professional landlords in the area at RentersWarehouse.com. Mandu, the pulse of fitness. Got a workout in yesterday before my birthday. Mandu.com. Your first workout is absolutely free. Uh, uh, Wilson County Hyundai for your next ride. WilsonCountyHyundai.com is where to go in Lebanon, Calvin and Subtle for those new hardwood floors and finishings. Check them out at CalvinAndSubtle.com. And the Bone and Joint Institute, BoneAndJointTN.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Right there, BoneAndJointTN.org. So thank you once again. Uh, to all the birthday wishes, uh, I'm 31, not 46, as Zach whoa. said earlier. Oh, whoa, yeah. wow. So uh, I, I look, I mean, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. It would have been funnier if you didn't say anything, and people would have definitely thought, yeah. wow, Austin's 46. Uh, yeah, I'm, it looks I'm great. younger than Austin. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm 31. So that, there's nothing, like 31's like, oh, cool, man, like you're 31. It's like, I, it reminds me of in Wayne's world when they're like, we're in Texas. Howdy y'all. And they do all those fun things. And they're like, we're in Delaware. All right. We're in sweet. We're in Delaware. That's kind of what 31 is like. All right, sweet. 31. Nothing. So is 32. So is 33. <laughs> and so is 34. Well, you don't know about 34 yet, but we'll figure yeah, that it's out. It's coming up pretty months. quick. It, it is. It is. All right. So, uh, Dylan says Austin and his 6,000 supplements. Uh, no, I, I just six. If you count the daily vitamins. Oh, supplement Stanley coming at you. <laughs> no, it, it's funny. My wife put birthday notes around the house this morning because I wake up an hour and a half before everybody else in the house. And of course, there was a uh, a big happy birthday note on my protein powder jug. <laughs> so, She's smart. She knows you. that's the first place you're going. <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly. <laughs> All right, guys, let's get this thing going because I find this draft conversation pretty interesting because the Titans have a lot of needs uh, on their roster when it comes to uh, drafting in the first round. And they're at the spot 22 overall where you're not really sure what you're going to get, who's going to fall to you. The Titans could go wide receiver. I know Buck talks about that uh, last night um, on A to Z sports primetime about Rashad Bateman and how he fits with the Titans. Uh, And, they could go edge rusher. They could go corner, but best player available is a good thing to happen, right? The Titans can help their team on the field. If they get the best player available in the draft, whoever, in whatever position that might be a few years, a couple years ago, the Titans were drafting 19th overall, and they were in a similar situation. They didn't necessarily have a massive need and they drafted best player available and they drafted Jeffrey Simmons, 19th overall. And the only reason why, Big Jeff was available at 19th overall was because he tore his ACL in pre-draft workouts a couple months ahead of time. He would have been a top 10 pick, maybe even higher than that, top eight, top five. That's the type of talent that Jeff Simmons was in the 2019 draft. Well, there's one guy in this draft that fits that kind of situation where he is a top 10, top 12 talent, but he's going through some injury issues uh, where that might make him fall. And that's cornerback Caleb Farley out of Virginia Tech. And, and Ryan says, and off-field issues. There is, uh, for Jeff Simmons. And that's issues- absolutely right. That is, I was going to bring that up. 
that that definitely went into play of him falling as far as he did. As we know, the domestic uh, violence situation that was really plastered all over the television once he was drafted. But I do want to say this. Let me finish. All right. I'm not done. Okay. I do want to say this. Jeffrey Simmons, since that moment yeah. where he was criticized in front of millions, right? I mean, yeah. people saw the video prior, but they really saw the video once he was uh, once he was drafted. Amy Adams Strunk and and John Robinson and Mike Vrabel had to had to do some PR, sure. but really Jeff Simmons did the 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 real work of changing his life and being a stand up character guy ever since that moment. That's what he has shown on and off the field as far as he's been a Titan. Right, and that happened, that incident happened when he was in high school before he even got to Mississippi State. And everybody that we talked to, a few people, we talked to some radio people at Mississippi State about Jeff Simmons and what he was as a person for that program. And everything he's done since that moment, you're right, Zach, has been the correct and the right thing to do. And we're seeing it pay off. The Titans got a stud at 19th overall in the draft. Now, Caleb Farley is a different situation. As Tommy, Tommy brings up, I don't know, Farley's injury is more concerning than an ACL injury because we all know this. We talked to, to Dave Kimfort uh, from the Bone and Joint Institute about an ACL injury a couple weeks ago. That's pretty standard now. Like, you know, you tear an ACL, you know what to do, you know what the reconstruction surgery is, you know what the rehab looks like, and you just wait six months to nine months and the player can get back to being their self. And Jeffrey Simmons hasn't had issues with that. Uh, after missing the first seven games or so of his rookie year. So when it comes to Caleb Farley, it's he has back disc issues. And so he's got two bulging discs in his back. He just had a procedure on one of them. He decided to not have the procedure on the other because it's not as big of a deal. He actually just uh, cleared this up in an interview. I was reading this uh, on InsideTheStar.com where Caleb Farley was explaining in an interview about uh, to the AJC about what was Yo, going on. I'll help on. you out real quick. Oh, look at that. You, I mean, you you created the same thing that I was going to get. I, smart minds think alike, Austin. We're on the same page. And the yeah. reason why I made this was because of that bulging disc. If you see at the top of the screen in, in this interview, in this quote saying he's been managing over a year, but the bulge is still in his S one. And unfortunately irritated about a month ago. And this was obviously dated back, Yeah, but they were trying to cut back on the inflammation before the pro day. They decided to go with the procedure, but I thought that was telling information because, but you know what? More importantly, I'm glad. And I pulled the star for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. The Dallas Cowboys, Pick a lot higher than the Tennessee Titans. They need defensive help. Yep. That's who they're kind of looking at in, in their mock drafts. So how high is Farley going to go? But to your point, could he drop like Simmons? I don't know, to, to 22, but it could be possible. Caleb Farley also opted out last season. He was one of the first big names, if not the first big name in college football, to opt out for COVID reasons. And when Caleb Farley did it, he opted out for actual COVID reasons. Not like Jamar Chase where he says, I'm going to focus on the draft. Caleb Farley uh, has um, some health issues in his immediate family that he did not want to uh, uh, jeopardize by whatever the COVID protocols were. So Co Caleb Farley did not play last year. So we have to go back to the 2019 tape and look at him where he's six foot two. He's over 200 pounds. 
I also saw that he's been clocked at under 4-3 in a 40. I don't know how realistic that is or not, but regardless, if he was clocked at 4-2-8, even if that's you know shaving some points off, he's still under four four. Dude's still fast. Guy's still long and physical. He is one of the top cornerbacks in this draft with Patrick Sertan Jr. from Alabama and J.C. Horn uh, out of South Carolina. So here's the question we want to dive in with you guys about because several of you guys have brought it up in the comments already. Can the Titans afford? to draft another injured player in the first round of the draft. Because like they've done before, like John Robinson has done before, he drafts Corey Davis fifth overall, who was coming off of an ankle surgery in the pre-draft process, never had a 40 time out of Corey Davis or any pro days like that. Then he drafted Jeff Simmons a few years later um, in the first round after the ACL injury that we just kind of talked through. Can Can he afford to draft a first round draft pick who has health issues and a pre-draft surgery. That's what we're talking about here. But first, let me tell you guys about Mandu, the pulse of fitness, where it doesn't matter if you're injured or not. If you have an old injury, like I have an old shoulder injury, Mandu helps me with that because I can't go to the weight room and just lift heavy weights because it puts too much stress on that shoulder. If you have old injuries like that, Mandu is the best way for you to still gain muscle and help that injury heal and not put extra pressure on it, mandu.com. It's a 15-minute workout of full-body electronic muscle stimulation. It's easy on your joints, easy on those injuries. It is for everybody. Mandu.com, your first workout is absolutely free. We're powered by BetMGM. Had a, a tough night last night, but I backdoored at the very end a little late-night action. Jazz Suns. I had the over, over. Thank God that thing went into overtime. And with about two minutes to go, Austin, I did something you, I, I should never do. It was the Jazz were up by one with about two minutes left. I put $100 on the Suns money line. And I Ooh. won that thing in overtime. And I rested easy after uh, that game as, as the Phoenix Suns went. It was an enjoyable moment. It got yep. my heart racing. It was good. That's what BetMGM can do. And then you get the payoff of the nice rest after a winning bet. Code ATOZ Sports, BetMGM. Austin and I have been having a blast over the last couple of months uh, with, with our bets. We're here to help you, here to suggest bets. BetMGM, download the app today. All right, A to Z Sports. The question is, can the Titans afford to draft another injured player in the first round of this draft? Because it's been like every other year, uh, John Robinson does has done this. In 2017, he drafted Corey Davis fifth overall with an ankle injury. Two years later, he drafted Jeffrey Simmons 19th overall with the ACL. Here we are two years later again talking about Caleb Farley out of Virginia Tech, who is a highly rated corner. You're always going to have these go- guys, sure. though, right? No I doubt. mean, you're always going to have a highly rated guy who is either injured at an inopportune time or has something that yeah. will make his draft stock fall. It's the red flag, right? And and we all know this, and a lot of people have said this, that a back is different than a ACL, and I agree with that. So let's read some of your comments. Big Mac just says no. Mr. Whisker says, Sertan and Horn will go before Farley just because of health, so there's a chance, saying that it could be available, it could be an opportunity. That's my opinion. I think the Titans could have this fall into their lap at 22 overall, who is a top 12 guy fall 10 spots to them in a nice spot similar uh to Jeff Simmons 
Dom says, this feels like another project. I don't think the fan base trusts J-Rob with projects. Dom, uh, Rob says, no, this draft is way too important to miss on a guy. Brent says, Titans can't miss on a first-round pick two years in a row. No way they draft Farley with back issues. Gregory says, not this time. Uh, G-Man says, hell, F and no. Quit drafting damaged goods. Now, you know, damaged goods turned out to be good with uh, Jeff Simmons. John says, no, you will miss eventually. This is not the year to miss in the first round. Aaron says, this year, no, cannot. J-Rob cannot risk it. Brent, no. Uh, Tyler says, go with a more durable pick. Ron, no. Steven, finally, I see a yes. Well, yes, because he turns those injury-prone players around. Renault, hell no. Louie, no. Uh, a lot of no's, Zach. I, I'm I'm kind of surprised because we're talking about Caleb Farley, who is a highly rated guy, at one point during this draft cycle was the number one corner on the board. If you can get the best cornerback in the draft at 22 by some people, that's hard to pass up on. So I have my answer to this question, and my answer is... No, uh, I would not draft Caleb Farley if he did, in fact, fall. And I agree with the chat. The chat is absolutely correct. It's all about this window. The opportunity is now. And he could turn out to be a, a dynamic, unbelievable player. Like, you saw this, and I'll give a great example. Speaking of uh, your boys, Corey Davis, Mike Williams. Mike Williams had a back injury and did not he played only 10 games, only had 95 yards receiving in his rookie year, but had a thousand yard receiving a year, two years later. They picked up his fifth year option, something that, let's just face it, John Ross no longer on the same roster as the Cincinnati Bengals, and Corey Davis didn't get picked up. He's now in New York. Now he's getting paid 12.5 mil a year. Yes, John Ross Mike Williams won. will get paid that. Yeah. Mike, Mike Williams has value. Here's the issue, though. Mike Williams gave them nothing in their first year, in his first year, with back issues. And he had a back procedure as well. Yeah. I don't I don't think the Titans can afford to do this. I also don't think that they should go corner in the first round. We talked about Sertan and some of the others being off the board. That's there's a reason for that, right? So you don't want that second tier or injured tier cornerback that can't help you right out of the gates. You need and that's and here's the other thing, and here's my final thought on it. You can't miss on number one because last year's number one is in Miami in a dirty ass car threatening people uh, with a gun. Yeah, and he was also on Instagram Live last night bringing people on who were just talking smack to him about his NFL career. Right. So, so there you go. Yeah, that's my reason for no. Okay, you whiffed. You man, I don't even know what that is. A that is more than a whiff. I'd have to go to the synonym uh, Google search for whiff. It's that was dreadful. You can't afford to do that or even take the risk on a player that has a back procedure. Backs ain't nothing to mess with. Yeah. Now Bimo brings this up. He says if Farley falls to the second, then take the gamble, depending on what else is available. I don't expect Caleb Farley to fall to the second round, but hey. We didn't expect DK Metcalf to either. Or a current Titan, Harold Landry. 
who was another guy who or had Christian Fulton, right? Uh, Harold Landry was another guy who had an ankle injury coming out of Boston college. And how much is that ankle going to impact his ability to bend? Can he get that motorcycle lean going with his ankle injury falls in the second round and the Titans got a nice pick, a nice value out of that. I don't ankles think ankles and backs. Yeah, backs. Ankles and backs. Yeah. They're very different. Uh, backs are, are interesting. Caleb Farley, uh, he obviously doesn't he, – his he what he said in that interview that we just put up earlier, he wanted to go ahead and get this done so he can be good by the time the summer comes around, and there's no in, no issue at all when it comes to training camp in the season. I like Caleb Farley. I am a yes on this. I think – I understand, and I have been <laughs> preaching so hard about this window, but I think Caleb Farley is that good, and I think if he's there at 22 – Obviously, the board needs to kind of look a certain way. If you've got all the the top six receivers are gone, the edge rushers I don't necessarily trust in this draft. I like Caleb Farley. He's big, fast, physical. He's ready to go. And the back injury could help you out by getting a player that you had no business drafting when you were a playoff team that won the division. Austin, I, I do not mean to do this on your birthday that's fine but you don't make no damn sense you don't make any sense bro you can't sit here live on this show weeks ago saying you're concerned about bud dupree and an acl and then just say screw that and and sacrifice a first round draft pick for a guy that has a back procedure that doesn't make any sense, hold dude. On, hold on. Now, there is a difference in the <laughs> investment of dollars in a big free agent signing and a rookie first-round draft pick. Like, I, like Bud Dupree is getting sick. You based it off of your – and I heard you. Everybody else did, too. This is your Super Bowl window. That's how you justified your opinion. And now you're completely throwing that out. It doesn't make any sense. It, and you could have gone any way you wanted to on this question. I answered my opinion. You could have said yes or no. You decided to go yes. You're crazy, dude. Hey, I, I'm, you, not, like, I'm not crazy. To compare you, this. Oh, you may not be crazy. You just don't make any sense. To compare this to a free agent signing, they're, they're apples and kiwis, as you like to say, Zach. They're not the same thing. And, hey, I like Ethan Ramsey. We might have to have a doc talk segment about this with the Bone and Joint Institute when it comes to slip discs um, and, and like what might happen with that. So, and thank you, Brent. Uh, in Austin's defense, there's a huge age difference between Dupree and Caleb Farley. There's a Zach huge difference right. between a back injury and an ACL. A back is much more questionable than an ACL procedure, as we know, that has been more routine now in 2021. That's right, the so, biggest thing. Don't support right. this, man. Stop it, chat. Don't be stupid. Well, he Don't also support said that, this. Zach, he also said that you're right. He said in my defense, but then also that he agrees with Zach. Don't defend. I, I don't care if he thinks I'm right or wrong. Don't Look, defend this man. Uh, Steven jumps in here with some information on YouTube. Says Daniel Jeremiah has the Titans taking Caleb Farty in his latest latest uh, mock draft. Uh, again, I think because of Caleb Farley being 21 years old, because he just had the procedure, I think you're going to get good stuff out of him earlier on in his career rather than later. I think Caleb Farley is one of those guys who plays well on a rookie contract. And then maybe if the back issues linger, then now as he gets older, 
the player drops off. But I think you can take advantage of a of a talented guy who is arguably, if all three are healthy, Sertan, Horn, and Farley, if all three are health, healthy, arguably Farley goes 10 to the Cowboys. And you're talking about 22 overall to the Titans. I think Caleb Farley can play well in his in the next two years. And then the back might become an issue later on in his career. Awesome. But I think it's a good, it's great value to get this. And whenever you have a guy like this with Jeff Simmons, and I at first disagreed with Jeff Simmons because I thought they couldn't afford to do that, but it worked out because it worked out so well with Jeffrey Simmons. I think you can look at it at the opportunity that could present itself. They weren't in the same situation when they drafted Jeffrey Simmons. Now they're at an all-time high. You've been harping on this for, for weeks, man. Weeks saying this is the Super Bowl window. Two years. Your words, not mine. Two years. What are you going to do if if Farley turns out like Eli Apple? <laughs> what are you going to do? You're not going to go to the Super Bowl. Now you're going to be behind, working behind the eight ball. Two back-to-back first-round draft picks haven't worked out. The Colts have gotten much better. And now the Jaguars have Urban Meyer and the number one overall quarterback and Trevor Lawrence, who we all think is going to be a stud. And the Texans are still in disarray just because that's the way they are. Like what are you what are you gonna do then when you've completely pissed away your AFC South opportunity over the next three years because you've whiffed at two back to back first round draft picks that you've taken risks on? You're 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 acting like Caleb Farley can't play. Like the the you no one really knows about a first round pick. That's the thing about the draft, right? Everything's a risk. You don't know. So you have to make educated decisions at the top to pick players based on where you are in your realm of your franchise. Are you rebuilding or are you going after it? The Titans are going after it. Yeah, they're going after it. And I think they haven't, if, if this plays out where the Titans, again, the topic of today is the Titans could have a chance to draft the Jeff Simmons of this year at 22. If he falls there, Caleb Farley, is that top 10, top 12 prospect who could drop 10 plus spots because of a, a back procedure? He wasn't dropping until he went in and cleaned up this back thing. And it's a it was a bulging disc that they cleaned up, and now the doctor says it's in good shape, move forward. And so, like, even with even with him opting out and people know he had back spasms in college and, and some back issues that really didn't affect his play, uh, that teams still had him going or people still had him going 10 to the Cowboys or top 15 to whoever looking for a corner. All I see and all I don't want to see is that image of the dream team practice while Michael Jordan is dominating and Larry Legend is sitting there icing his back Laying down on the ground. I don't want to see that how from old, a first how round. How old pick. was Larry Legend that time? I, that, uh, that's what oh, I envisioned, though. Don't oh, take Caleb Farley's twenty one years old. He's good, man. Like he, here's good. my other thought, and here is my final thought on okay. this particular topic before we move on. They don't need to draft a corner at twenty two overall. All right, let's let's dive into that. Should the Titans value? cornerback or edge rusher more in the draft but first zach tell everybody about wilson county hyundai yeah i absolutely can do that wilson county hyundai look they they don't have back problems they are 100 percent keeping it 100 as the kids say right wilson county hyundai is where you need to get your next ride 
the Hyundai Sonata, bottom left corner of your screen, that black 2020 Hyundai Sonata. They got the 2021s now. That that Hyundai Palisade, bottom right. Ooh, man, that looks good. They have them in stock today. WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Look at their inventory. Payne Bone and his team will hook you up. That's the best part. They will take care of you. They've got you covered when it comes to price and when it comes to vehicle for you or your family. That's WilsonCountyHyundai.com. It is eSports. We are powered by BetMGM, the king of sports books. Download the app today. It's my birthday. My birthday present from you guys. Download the BetMGM app. Use our code ATOZSports, and you get a risk-free bet up to 600 bucks with your first deposit and your first bet. Uh, I had a parlay miss last night that I don't know how the Mavs lost to the Rockets, but they did. The Rockets somehow win games. Look, the worst teams win games anyway, so sometimes you got to drop one like that. But, I had the over, and that didn't work. Well, yeah, that didn't work either. But, again, download the app. Use our bonus code, ATOZ Sports, for that risk-free bet on your first deposit and your first bet for my birthday. This is from for you, from you to me on my birthday. Download the app. Use the code ATOZ Sports. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years or older. Must be present in Tennessee. And for gambling problem support, call the Tennessee Red Line at 800-889-9789. Now, Zach, we are addressing should the Titans value corner or edge rusher more in this draft? Uh, you kind of let off that right before we dive into this, that you don't think they should go corner at 22. No, I, I don't. I don't think that that's the right spot for this first-round pick. They, as you have said so many times, Austin, that they have got a hit on this first-round pick. He has got to be an impact player right out of the gate. And it doesn't mean that Caleb Farley couldn't do that because of the date on his procedure. It's just there is more risk involved. Let's go to the chat. Should the Titans value cornerback or edge rusher more in the NFL draft? Bebo says, why not wide receiver? Why not? Because that's not the question we're asking. We'll have another show, and I understand on Bevo, maybe it's Hook'em Horns, Texas. Bevo 22-492, we're not talking about wide receiver in this particular discussion. It's more defensive. If they do lean towards the defensive side of the ball, that's where they need to improve the most on. Uh, Steven says, we focus on quarterback in the draft, afterwards focus on edge rusher, um, talking about maybe some free agents. Need a stud edge rusher from Johnny Lee, pass rusher from, uh, let's see, Kevin right there. Uh, Ronnie says edge rusher. Drafting three-year, four-year starters in the first isn't blowing a pick. He's drafted solid players, but not home runs worth huge paydays from Ethan. Uh, need a corner from Dom in the first round, but I just don't like the Farley pick. Yeah, so the other corners, Greg Newsom, the second from Northwestern, who we don't know a lot about because raise your hand if you watch a lot of Northwestern football. Uh, and then you can go to guys like Eric Stokes from Georgia, but you're starting to reach on players at for the value that they are at 22 overall. Cornerbacks, uh, because the secondary is weak now because Butler and Jackson are now gone. Edge from Louie coming in right there. Austin, what do you think on this? Stacy coming in with edge rusher. I think in the chat, most like Jason, uh, most of them are edge rusher, but we do have some corners. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think the, how I look at this is I take into account the current uh, available veteran edge rushers and the current available veteran corners. Like there's a lot better names 
still available in the edge rusher market than the cornerback market. Like the Titans went out there. Yeah, I understand it's going to cost money, but how much money do they have? Well, the longer they are available, the more the money drops. Like that's just kind of how it works. You spend the big money in the first two weeks of free agency in March, and then this the market drops, 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 drops as you get into the summer after the draft, especially. And so, you know, there's a Ryan Kerrigan out there who could fill in a role, like a role player, because you've already got Bud Dupree and Harold Landry to be your stud starters at edge. You're trying to fill in the role players of an edge rusher. And while a rookie can absolutely fill that, I don't think it needs to be a first round draft pick rookie. I also look at the available edge rushers in the first round of the draft at 22 and you can kind of poke some holes in all of these guys' game. Like Quiddy Pay is not a super scheme fit. He's a bigger body. He's probably the best player of, of the four, but he doesn't exactly fit. Uh, then you've got Jalen Phillips, who battled injuries his first two years in college at UCLA, transferred to Miami. He's long, got a lot of upside, but not a lot of production. He'll get drafted in the first round. Oh, yeah. A lot of these guys will. It's just are they have holes. Gregory well, Rousseau. All also, players have holes. Right. Also from Miami, opted out last year, and as raw as it gets, and he's probably more like Denico Autry than he is Bud Dupree. Bigger body, fit to play inside. And then you got uh, Ojolari from Georgia, who has length issues. His uh, testing did not show him as explosive as his film looks. I think he's an effort guy more than a pure talent guy, which is not a bad thing. I like effort guys. I like effort guys too. Jayon Brown, effort guy. Yes, but Ojolari's also not exactly long. Like he's more compact, which can get bodied up by offensive tackles in the NFL. And so, uh, you know, there are, you can find a flaw in all those guys. And so I, I think right now I prefer valuing the corner position above the edge rushers because I have more faith in what the Titans have on their front seven right now than I do in their secondary. And I think you need a stud to really come in there who's an elite athlete, who you draft elite athletes in the first round. You need one of those guys to come in and and play early. So I value corner above edge rusher for the draft purposes. Yeah, I, and I, I'm going to not go that way, surprisingly, uh, to no one. Uh, I'm not drafting a corner in the first round. I'm drafting a defensive end. I'll tell you why. But Mark Hankins brings up something that – this is just a draft thing. It has nothing to do necessarily with this conversation, but he brings up everybody said Chance Warmack had no weaknesses, safest pick in the draft. Absolutely yeah. correct, Mark. You, you remember, remember what that. Chris Johnson tweeted once the Chance Warmack pick was made? Let's ride? I don't know. No, he said, thank God. Oh. <laughs> he tweeted, thank God, because he had an offensive lineman, and it did not work out. One thing uh, I will always remember about Chance Warmack. Do you know what I'm about to say? Yeah, yellow toenails. Nasty, nasty ass toes. Nasty toes and also nasty teeth. Big, like, big ingrown toenail guy. Not high on hygiene. No. Not no. a big hygiene guy. Yeah, big, big guy. feet too. <laughs> I, I think he wore size. I think they were... I'd have to look that up. It's either 18 or 22. I don't think there's 22, but... There's I, no it way eight, it's 22. Like 18. 18 would be a big ass foot for like a six foot three guy. Yeah, but I mean, he's big. Uh, but yeah, that, that was a little side of ugh, gross toes. But, uh, while we're on the subject, just real quick, and then we'll move back to the conversation. 
Here is, and I wish I could have told this to Chance Warmack at the time, cut your toenails across, don't round them over. If you do that, that's the first start of an ingrown toenail. And Chance, he was taking chances and rounding his toenails. So enough toenail talk. That is your hygiene uh, topic of the day. We move forward. I go defensive end on this. I don't go cornerback because I like what the Titans have right now, but I'm really looking for the two, three years, as you say, their Super Bowl window is, Bud Dupree is going to be there. He just signed the big five-year deal. So on the other side, I look at Harold Landry because he's a second-round pick. He doesn't have a fifth-year option. Probably going to play his way into a big contract this year. He's Carl that, Lawson, right? That, he's, that, he's, that, yeah. Yes, that's the trajectory, right? Probably not going to be a Tennessee Titan. I, I don't know that, but I would bet – on BetMGM's app, I would bet probably $250 at minimum that Harold Landry's not going to be with the Titans after this season. So I want to draft my first-round replacement. I don't disagree with anything that you said, Austin, about the holes of the defensive pass rushers in the late first rounds of the draft as you described them, but I would rather take a risk on one of those guys than a man with a back procedure seven months ago I, at, at the corner position. I just would. So I'm well, going defensive pass rush for the future and more likely to hit. You got to hit. I, I do think it's very interesting because 22 overall is a weird spot, right? And like, I love the NFL draft. And so I, I kind of, I'm entertained by the idea of not knowing what's going to happen in the first 21 picks and getting the, getting on the board and be like, all right, what the hell happened? And how can the Titans find the best situation possible? Because everybody's like, trade back, right? Well, who are you trading up? Who's somebody trading up for? I don't know. It, it, I think there's situations where the edge rusher is the best player to pick at that spot. There's situations where the corner and the wide receiver are the best guys to take at 22 overall based on what happens in the first 21 picks. I, If I'm ranking the three, I like wide receiver, corner, edge rusher. Because I've got, and I'll save this for a later day, there's a, there's a guy in the third round area as an edge rusher that I've got my eye on. He seems like he's a John Robinson, Mike Vrabel type of guy. Third round-ish edge rusher who could be a, an 85th pick, 100 pick overall. I've done some mock drafts, and I've found my way picking this guy Is in this the third round Byard? several times. This could be my Kevin Byard, although I don't have inside information on that like I did with Kevin Byard. But we got to keep but our I, I do, I do have, I do have that third-round pick that I'm kind of starting to like a lot and what he could be for the Titans. we got to keep our A to Z sports streak alive. Every single year, what, have we got five years running? Let's see. It started in, uh, I believe this started in 2016. Every year that John Robinson has been the Titans GM, A to Z sports has predicted at least one draft pick correctly. Mostly because the first-rounders. Yeah, and I in 2016, I got three right. I got Jack Conklin, Kevin Byard, and somehow I got the sixth-round draft pick, Sebastian Tretola, correct. <laughs> but I got that. The next year was 2017. I think I got Taewon Taylor correct in the third round. Yep, you did. The year after that, 2018, I got Rashawn Evans in the first round correct. Then you got A.J. Brown right in 2019. I did. And Buck joined the party by correctly predicting Isaiah Wilson. 
in the first round last year. So we've got a beat on what J Rob likes to do in the draft. I'm now I'm curious about this third round pick you've teased out. Ah, we got to do a show on that next and week. And that's why I haven't told you any names, any schools. I've I've got it. Somebody asked, is it the Tulsa guy? It might be the Tulsa guy, but it might not be the Tulsa guy. Uh-oh, it's uh-oh. it's not the Tulsa guy. It's not the Tulsa guy. So we will have to wait next week to find out who Austin's targeting in the third round for the Tennessee Titans. That's very interesting. So I'm going defensive end. You're going cornerback. Surprise to nobody. And Bobby asked, how many mock drafts did it take for us to, to <laughs> no, this was like our last official on the records day of the draft. This is what we think they're going to do. Like, so in all of those drafts, yeah, it's final it, prediction, it was our final prediction. Here's who we think. And, and we've gotten one right in every draft since 2016. And another thing Austin and I are working on, we will have a special show before the draft. We're still figuring out exactly our draft coverage, but that's starting to come together. Prior to that, in our morning time slot at 8 a.m., we are going to do a special uh, draft show that I think everybody's going to really, really like. Uh, We've never done it before, so we're getting organized. That will be one day leading up to the draft, but we will promote that, so make sure you tune in. Uh, and you know where to find us. Subscribe. Yep, yep, for sure. I love draft season, and it's about to get real fun uh, because today we're three weeks away from that first-round draft night, uh, Thursday, the 29th of this month. All right, Zach, we've been teasing this, and it's time to have the conversation. The question is, how will you address the Titans' new cornerback this season? Is it Janoris Jenkins or... Is it Jack Rabbit Jenkins? So that's the question. First, let me tell everybody about Renters Warehouse Nashville, the professional landlords in the Nashville area at RentersWarehouse.com. That's where to go to find out how much your home can rent for. There's only, uh, there's so many ways, not only one way, so many ways you can use Renters Warehouse to your benefit by creating extra cash flows for you and your family, uh, by getting that long-term equity, by owning rental property. It's a cash flow machine that gives you money every month by other people paying your mortgage and then some and renters warehouse makes it easy. They do all the work. You do nothing but collect the money. Renterswarehouse.com is where to go. It is sports. Don't forget, download the app today. That is bet MGM. It's so easy. Make sure you use your promo code though. A to Z sports that will help you out. It'll give you risk-free bets. And once you sign up, this is the best part. They have lions boost. They've got parlay boost. They've got masters boost. Here it is, Austin. I have put $50 for Justin Thomas to win the Masters, maybe $40, to win $500. Okay. So I am openly rooting for JT, well, Justin Thomas, to win the Masters so I could cash in my $500 bet MGM bet. We'll find out if that happens. That would be nice. Um, also, Jordan Spieth coming off his first win in four years, just in time for the Masters uh, to make it interesting. No DeChambeau? No Bryson. Oh, no. real quick. Let's just watch about 20 seconds of Bryson ripping balls on pre-workout. You know, from a speed perspective, and I was just told by our Brandel Chambly that he has hit 140. I was not aware that 140 mile an hour swing speed. He did that at, at the Arnold Palmer Invitational earlier this year and 211 ball speed and and if yeah if i was vj rolf i'd sit there and watch that just for gig get ripped 
Uh, yeah, the fact that pre-workouts involved in his golf game makes me go off of uh, DeChambeau on this. All right, so the question, will you address the Titans' new cornerback as Janoris or Jackrabbit? Uh, look, you guys, I, I know you guys who watch our show, we love you, but you guys are super fans. That's why you're watching the show, because you care. Uh, so I'm just seeing way too many Jackrabbit answers uh, in the in the comments. You know, Jackrabbit Jenkins, and eh, what's up, Doc? Jackrabbit from DK. Uh, uh, Brent says either Jenkins or Janoris. I ain't calling him Jackrabbit. Garrett, <laughs> Garrett has my my favorite answer because he's 32 years old corner. How about tortoise Jenkins? Cause it kind of sounds like Janoris. Hey, tortoise, tortoise. I mean, you don't hear, you don't hear many guys or people named tortoise or like nicknames. That's a Why? great nickname. Yeah, tortoise? Because nobody wants to be the turtle. <laughs> the turtles are slow. Well, turtle turtle in entourage, right? That's so- right. And it was a negative connotation. Everybody made fun of turtle in entourage. So here's, here's the deal. The tortoise For everybody is cooler, that watches. Though. Everybody that watches A to Z sports, whenever Janoris Jackrabbit Jenkins gets smoked, gets burnt, it's it's tortoise Jenkins. It's not Jackrabbit, it'll be tortoise. Shells uh, up. <laughs> whenever he gets gives up big touchdowns, it's tortoise. Karen says Jackrabbit. Uh, Juan says, if his mama calls him Janoris, I'm gonna call him Janoris. And so that's the thing is I think everybody calls him Jackrabbit, but I don't understand. Like, this is not like a Pac-Man Jones situation. What about like, J. Rome's comment? This is pretty good. Read J. that. Him saying that we need to call his ass Jack Rabbit is divish. Us blue collar teams don't like that crap. Calm down, Janoris. <laughs> but this this blue collar franchise did draft Pac Man. Yeah, that was and, a while ago. But the thing with Pac Man is on draft day when he was drafted sixth overall, it was cornerback from West Virginia, Pac Man Jones. Like when Janoris Jenkins was drafted out of whatever small school he went at because he got kicked out of Florida, he was drafted as Janoris Jenkins, not Jackrabbit. Like he's only called Jackrabbit. Well, Meta World Peace, right? Ron Artest was drafted as Ron Artest, and by the end when he was playing for the Lakers and wearing a 90s number, we called him Meta World Peace. Well, that's because that crazy person actually went and filed a name change to Meta World Peace. We need to ask Jackrabbit if he's done that. He has not done that. That's why every, like when Adam Schefter or Ian Rappaport said the Titans have signed cornerback, they say Janoris Jenkins. They don't call him Jackrabbit. Like whenever Pac-Man does something, it's Pac-Man Jones. So I'm well, not no, calling When he was trying to clean up his act, he tried to go back to Adam. Yeah, that didn't work. Adam <laughs> Jones is a baseball player, I think, for the Orioles still. I don't know where he's at now. But uh, I'm not calling this guy Jackrabbit. Like that is so ridiculous. Like Jackrabbit, like your name is Janoris. Everybody calls you by Janoris professionally. And Seth says on Twitch that Coach Mac, Dave McGinnis from Titans Radio, calls him Jack Rabbit because, and I think Coach Mac was in with the Rams when they drafted Janoris out of college. And so he calls him Jack Rabbit. But why, like, why aren't national media people calling him Jack Rabbit? Only the football people or the teams that he's played call him Jack Rabbit. Because those are the people that really truly know him, right? It's like your buddies, everybody calls me Bingham, but when I'm, you know, when you in the streets, the random people, they call me Zach, right? It's a different level. That's just yeah, how but that's, like, that's like your actual like legal name. This isn't like Jackrabbit. Yeah, but look, people have nicknames in this life. All my friends have nicknames. I'm the only person that doesn't have a nickname that's not his name. Literally. 
all of my friends. So I I I will call him from this point on April eighth, nine oh two. I'm making my decision. I'll be calling him Jackrabbit. I knew you were going to do that. You're doing that just to spite me. That's no, the only. No. If I wasn't like this, I like you, the name. It's a it's a catchy name. Double J. There's a play on. I you usually like alliteration. You like that type of stuff. Janoris Jenkins is also alliteration. But <laughs> like, we all know Jackrabbit greater than Janoris. Jackrabbit, like like if okay, I'm just if, not if gonna, I said I had a buddy. Hey. My buddy's on the way. Uh, Janoris is coming. Or if I said, "Hey, my buddy's on the way, Jackrabbit," you're gonna be like, "Oh, dude, this guy's name's Jackrabbit. He must be yeah. a badass. Is he? When, when is he coming?" I don't know. I had a uh, I had a college uh, friend who went by Rooster, and Rooster was a wild card. <laughs> you didn't know what you were gonna get from Rooster. If you say your buddy Jackrabbit's coming over, I don't know what's gonna happen. Like it might be a good thing. It might be a bad thing. I have no idea. What's going to happen if your boy Jack Rabbit's coming over? But again, like I, I get the I get the whole thing of South Florida. He's from Pahokee. I went to Tennessee. I know a lot about Newkeese Richardson. Right? Newkeese Richardson was from Pahokee, and they chased Jack Rabbits. That's why they're all so damn fast in Pahokee, Florida, because they literally grow up chasing Jack Rabbits for fun. And so I get the I get where it comes from, but it's. His name is Janoris, and everybody else calls him Janoris and addresses him by Janoris. But the guys out here saying, call him Jackrabbit in Zoom press conferences, which I will not do. Yeah, I'm, I'm reading up on like Jackrabbits, and Jackrabbits is obviously a hare found in the open country in Western North America and, and also in the South Florida. In like the, not the beaches of South Florida, like inland South Florida, where it's the most humid place on the earth and they produce fast people because they chase jackrabbits as children. Right? But, yes. I and like so, it. so several of you guys have brought up Honey Badger. First off, Tyrone Matthew did not give him himself the name Honey Badger. Like Janoris has given himself the name Jackrabbit. Did, did Janoris, do we know that he... Gave himself this, and nobody, like a family friend, didn't give this. I don't know. And he I just was know just saying this, like, like that. So if that could be justified, right? Maybe. I mean, it's been a long-term nickname for Janoris, but nobody calls Honey Badger. Like when they're addressing Tyrant Matthew, they don't say, "Hey, Honey Badger." Like in a Zoom meeting, you know how much you know how much heat a reporter would get if they ask Tyrant Matthew in a Zoom press conference. After a game, hey, Honey Badger, what did you think about that play scenario? I'm that sure that's happened like, at LSU. That yeah, happened. Oh, yeah, because LSU. why at LSU? Because college media are a bunch of fans. Like, it doesn't happen in professional settings. So I, if I ever have to address Janoris Jenkins, I am not calling him Jackrabbit. That, that's not professional. His, his name, name is Janoris. No, it's not. Pac-Man. Pac-Man was called Pac-Man by Roger Goodell, or I guess Paul Tagliabue, when he was announced as a six overall draft pick for the Tennessee Titans. So that seems pretty stuck. Pac-Man was Pac-Man from draft day all the way through the latest arrest. He's Pac-Man. Janoris is Janoris when it comes to the NFL. Inside the room, they call him Jackrabbit, and I can be fine with that. Okay, so let's let's end on this. Would you be open to changing your thought on this if you knew more of the origin 
of Jackrabbit Jenkins. I mean, I know the origin. No, of, like straight from him. Like straight. I mean, I would listen to it. Yeah, I'm not going to be a stubborn ass and be no, like, no, 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 no. I'll, I'll listen to him explain it. So let's see if we can. Uh, I don't know. Find find. We know people in the Titans organization. See if we can find. There would be a great story to do right for their website. Uh, it's just free ideas here on yeah, AZ Sports. D Marie brings up what about the freak Javon Curse? You call him. It's an it's a normal nickname. You call him the freak. But like if you're in a if you're doing hey, a Javon, if you're doing a professional interview after a game, you know, they'll say, Hey freak, what did you think about on third and eight when you were able to get past the right tackle and sack the quarterback? Like you don't you you say hey Javon. It's just I'm not calling him Jackrabbit in professional settings. That's just we'll, not gonna we'll, happen. We'll work on finding some more information. Ooh, Josh brings up a good point. What's on the Titans website? I'm I'm looking it up right now. We'll find out what's on the Titans website when it comes to the roster. Is he Janoris or is uh, he Jackrabbit? He'll be Janoris. Exactly, because that's his damn name. So I'm going to call him Janoris. He's Janoris Jenkins on the Titans website. I'm calling him Janoris. I wish it had Janoris Jackrabbit. Oh, that would be ridiculous. But he'll he'll probably ask for it to happen at some point. Right. Right. We'll, 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 we'll. We'll come back, circle around on that. Yes. Uh, Bobby brings up Birdman. No, it's Chris. Hey, Chris. <laughs> What's up, <dude? laughs> ah, ah! Birdman. Man, I love Birdman. Yeah. That, that, that is a great little trivia question. You know, in about 10 years, who's Birdman? And the correct answer is Chris Anderson. That's a tough one, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Puka says, is Austin saying Coach Mack is not professional? No, Coach Mack has an actual relationship on a human level with Janoris Jenkins. And uh, like my high school football coach calls me a different name than, than he calls me a dog. Nobody else calls me a dog, but Ron Crawford of Bruin high school. Like that, nobody else came up with that, but he calls me that because he has you that type of relationship. You don't really seem like a dog. I don't know. I don't know why he came up with a dog, but it worked. And that's what he did. That's what he went with. So I, I don't understand either, but uh, you know, he's the only guy that does it. So I know if I hear an a dog, I know who's, I can tell from the voice who it's coming from, but I yeah. also know really who it's coming from. That's funny. All right. Uh, you ready for magic bucket time? Uh, I, as ready as I'll be. We, we got to keep adding to this bucket. We I know. Where are you guys out? Where are you guys at with the submissions? We need help submit um, the magic bucket submissions. Uh, and yes, I was feisty on the football field, Jarvis. Uh, so I, I'm going uh to do something on the magic bucket that has never been done before for the magic bucket. But Zach first tell everybody about Calvin and subtle. I can absolutely do that. Calvin and subtle is where you need to get your hardwood floor. 615-448-6414. A great presenting sponsor here on the show. We feature live. If you're watching, look at this bad boy, this hardwood floor, this can go right down in your living room, den, kitchen, wherever. Renovate your house with brand new hardwood floors. Rip up that old musky carpet that you got to vacuum all the time that stinks. Replace it with really good, pristine hardwood floors. CalvinandSubtle.com is the place to go. They're trusted right here in Middle Tennessee. Wherever you go, go to Calvin and Subtle, 615-448-6414 for brand new hardwood floors and finishings. Yeah, don't forget, BetMGM, download the app for my birthday. Your birthday present to me is you downloading the BetMGM app. 
signing up using our code ATOZ Sports. You get a risk free bet up to 600 bucks with your first deposit and your first bet. The King of Sports Books. So download that app today. Again, use the code ATOZ Sports. Time for the Magic Bucket. Uh, uh, reading some comments, uh, too, about the Magic Bucket. I did think uh, Damon says, uh, the arm pit fart needs to go back in the bucket. Buck bailed on it, uh, claiming he couldn't do it. I think we've all three attempted the armpit fart. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been doing this for a year and a half now, so we've done a lot of things. Yeah, I uh, uh, this came to me one day, and it has worked out very well. Yes. All right, so it's, it's, my, it's my sticker week for the Magic Bucket uh, this week. So I'm going to do something that's never been done before, and that is I've got dual stickers because these two have to go together. So when you start with French vanilla, Rocky Road, chocolate, peanut butter, cookie dough, you have to finish off with a scoop. There it is. So I'm going double stickers on the bucket because everybody loves this commercial. If you don't like that Geico commercial, then you take yourself way too seriously because you know you dance to that commercial and then it's stuck in your head for at least the next four hours. They they overplay it, but I I do like it. Every time it's played, I'm on, I'm in on it. Every time (laughs) I can't get enough of that commercial. My favorite commercial out there by far. I I don't know what it's poor, poor job on them. Maybe you can help me, but it is don't turn into your parents when the, the line is, uh, nobody cares that you got up early today. <laughs> or, and then my favorite line is, the waiter doesn't need to know your name. Because, <laughs> and unfortunately, look, I'm 33, I'm not a father, but when somebody comes up as a waitress or a waitress or a waiter and they're like, hey, this is Melissa, I'll be taking care of you guys tonight. I'm like, Melissa, how's it going? I'm Zach. Nice to meet you. Welcome. <laughs> and I always think it's like, uh, the waiter doesn't need to know your name. I mean, but they might. Like, it might, they might. You never know. You never but know. That's All a right. really good sticker. That, I like your sticker. Yes. It, I think it, great stickers, dual stickers here, uh, just for my birthday, which means I actually need to order more stickers now because I'm using up two weeks in one week. So yeah, that's just making, yeah, making my life harder. All right. Who am I pulling for? Am I pulling for me? Yes. Okay, Let's see what we got here. Damn, I keep pulling the coat and tie thing. That's just I, and I haven't done it yet. I know. I keep pulling it for me. <laughs> All right, I'll have to do this on Monday because I'm taking tomorrow off for my birthday. Today's my birthday, but I'm taking tomorrow off. So Monday on the show, I'm gonna have to wear gloves. I don't know how I'm gonna do that. <laughs> I'm going to have to wear gloves on the show. And I, I remember I made that up. That yeah, you did make this up. Why do I, how do I know Zach made it up? Because he cut it on the tiniest and the smallest font of pieces of paper that goes in the magic bucket. So I don't know how I'm going to operate on the show because I have to use my keyboard and type and copy and paste and do things. But I, I, I do have, Ooh, I, ah, Jacob. I like what you're thinking there, Jacob. Um, I'll come up with something, but I have to wear gloves on Monday's show. Yeah, because they need to be. I do have like because functioning, of the, but they because, also need they, you'd like for them to be you know funny. Yeah, I got new snow gloves because of the crazy ice week we had, 
And so they're good. They've got the where I can use my phone with the with the thumb and, and pointer finger. Oh, I'm sure Supplement Stanley's got some fingerless workout gloves. I know I don't. I'm all no, no. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. That's that could all be right. uh, that Danny, could be a Danny backdoored his love of the show. Way to go, Danny! That's... Danny backdoors the love of the show with the suggestion of fingerless workout gloves every time he goes to Mandu. So boom, <laughs> scoop that is. <laughs> no, I've I, I could. There's so many shades based off of like workout routines and what people do in workouts, and fingerless workout gloves would absolutely be one of them. Uh, because you know, just that. yeah. All right, Zach. So I have to wear gloves on Monday. All right, let's see. That's you can do this tomorrow because I I did this to you and you never caught it. <laughs> I and so tomorrow on the show, obnoxiously correct Jack's grammar throughout the show, but don't tell him you're doing it. I've done this to you. You got annoyed by it, but you didn't catch on to it. It was like a month ago. <laughs> really? Where I just I started correcting like how you said things. No like way. You would, yeah, you would use the like the wrong pronoun or subject or something like that. <laughs> and I correct it only happened like three times throughout the show, but I corrected you on it and you're like, whatever, whatever. So you have to obnoxiously correct Jack's English speaking or grammar tomorrow on the show without like telling him what you're doing. Oh my gosh. Now I want to go back and watch that show. I don't even, I don't, yeah. I don't remember what the topic was or what we did, but it was like three weeks ago and I did it. Like, I think I only had like three opportunities to really do it. It's kind of the perfect scenario for this because you know, if I, you would have pulled that for me, I couldn't have done that if you told me to do that. Right. Right. Because there was one time where I pulled it and I was like, I can't tell you. And it was, Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, you know, you forget about it. Life goes on. Yeah. Bobby says Austin does it so much. That Zach didn't even notice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, so I, no, I just don't recognize it. I just move forward. Right. Yeah, like yeah, I, my mindset is not to barrel through it, right? just barrel through it completely. So make sure you, uh, uh, can just, you know, just talk over Jack's botched grammar. Louie brought up something. You wear boxing gloves. <laughs> that ding, would ding. be miserable. That would be, it would be really hot. Like that just seems hot. Like, I don't like that. It seems like too much hand sweat going on. All right, guys. So uh good show today. Getting out here a little early. Normally just an hour show. We've been going an hour and 20 minutes. You know, well, it's draft season. Yeah. Draft season. A uh, great show today. I'll be off tomorrow. Thanks again to everybody who wished me a happy birthday. Appreciate that. Taking uh, the day off tomorrow to go do some things and have some fun with my wife. Uh, she's taking off too. So appreciate the kind words and Jack and Zach. We'll see you guys tomorrow on a Friday. Don't forget Buck rising coming up at 10 on the zone. It is esports primetime tonight, the podcast network, great content this week. And I'll highly suggest with Jack coming on the show tomorrow. If you have not heard the tighten up podcast this week with Ramon Foster of one Oh four, five, the zone highly suggest you go listen to that. There's some really good Antonio Brown Steelers stories in there and uh they make fun of ramon foster's madden ratings which is pretty good too so have a great day guys we'll see you later on happy 46 adios yeah